Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. If you have been listening to the Podcast Accelerator over the last couple of weeks, you'll know that, of course, myself and our wonderful head of customer experience, Sam, have been in Los Angeles, in town, for the inaugural Podcast Movement Evolutions Conference. Well, that is all wrapped up now, and as we descend upon San Diego, ready to hit social media marketing world in a couple of weeks, I wanted to get down my thoughts on that first Podcast Movement Evolutions event. This of course, is the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mr. Mark Asquith, and the CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, where we make podcasting technology that includes Captivate.fm, that includes productivity, the stealthy little interaction tech that we're working on here from the UK and, of course, in the US as well. And we also make podcast websites, the amazing managed WordPress platform for podcasters. Now, the show is brought to you as ever by the wonderful team at Aweber who are in New York City at the minute doing some recording and some filming for some of the content that they put out that connects with their audience. I saw Brandon and the team were out there and this for me just really highlights exactly what kind of team you're working with when you're working with Aweber on your email marketing. You know, these are people that really care about what you're doing. So I want you to just, if you're thinking, how do I generate more revenue? How do I generate more interaction, more relationships with my listeners? Believe me, email marketing is the way to do that. So go and check out Aweber. I highly, highly regard them. Please go and check them out, markasquith.com forward slash Aweber. Now, like I said, last week, the Rebel-based media team descended upon Los Angeles for the inaugural Podcast Movement Evolutions event. And in some ways, the event was very familiar. In others, not so much. So... Here's my take on that. Here's what I learned out at the event. Well, first of all, it was kind of interesting to see that, you know, in terms of the numbers, um, Podcast Movement Evolutions felt a little bit like maybe Podcast Movement 2016-ish, like the Chicago event, maybe 2017, which I think was, what was that, Philly? Um, maybe it was Philly, I can't remember. And, oh no, it was Anaheim, maybe. I forget. Anyway, it felt a little bit like those years because the numbers weren't anywhere near as high as podcast movement, quote unquote, proper, which is in Dallas this year in August. And that was reflected in the expo hall. Now, we didn't exhibit at Rebel Base Media. Usually we exhibit, we sponsor. We are not sponsoring uh, the main podcast movement event this year, but we have got a big booth down there and obviously we'll be out in force. Now, that expo hall is huge at the main event. And this 
event, Podcast Movement Evolutions, that expo hall wasn't as big. In fact, it was much, much smaller. And I'm kind of being honest. Sorry, Jared. Sorry, Dan. I love what you do. And I thought it was a great event. But I'm kind of glad that for this first event, we didn't exhibit because the traffic wasn't quite there. You know, talking to a few of the vendors, the traffic wasn't quite up to where it could have been. Um, although in the expo hall, they did do a really cool little silent stage. So almost like a silent disco stage where people could talk. I saw the new media show live there and, you know, people would put headphones on. It was like this weird silent disco, which I thought was actually quite funny. It was actually quite interesting. And. What was also very interesting was, because of the location, the Millennium Biltmore, downtown Los Angeles, which, a little bit of trivia, is the place where they filmed uh, the lobby scene for Ghostbusters. It's the scene where we first meet Slimer. And because I think of the age of that hotel, because I think of the, the type of place that is, it was very disjointed. So all the rooms were kind of tucked away and the keynote stage was downstairs, the speaker lounge and a couple of the rooms were upstairs. And in my view, a lot of those things um, kind of take away from the community feel of the place. Having said that, having said that, they are the only, not even negatives, just they're just the only things that I'd maybe tweak next time. Like, I wouldn't even personally bother with an expo hall. I know there's a bit of revenue to be had, but let's be honest, an event of podcast movement size, it's not making its money from the expo halls, is it? It's making its money from, from ticket sales and from sponsorships and so on. It'll generate a bit of revenue through the expo, but in the grand scheme, probably not that much. So I'd be looking at other things. What was interesting about this event was that it was the first podcast movement, I think, that had individual specifically ticketed tracks and that made it feel a little bit more segregated so there was like a, a you know a beginner track an industry pro track a, um, an entrepreneur's track and so on and so forth and it made it that made it feel a little disjointed like my I was lucky that my session I spoke on podcast marketing and I was very lucky that my session was it was pretty full and but I still got a lot of messages on the app. I did get a few messages saying, Marco, I can't get into your session. I didn't buy the right pass and I, you know, I want to come in and see it. And that was a little weird. It was a little to see, a little weird to see that at a podcast movement event. Nonetheless, I do think it was, um, it was a very well put together event. But the things that I really, really learned from this were that, you know, it was interesting. There were that many new podcasters at, podcast movement evolutions but the big the big interesting point from this was that it was it was matching up the industry so we got the podcast awards announced out there the podcast academy which has got the golden mic awards you know that was announced over at podcast movement evolution so it's clear that the industry values this kind of event and the podcast movement brand and i think because of that there were that many new podcasters there that because of the industry there as well, it felt like the event kind of, you know, it was kind of one foot in India and one foot in industry. It was a very different feel to, say, a podfest, which is very much indies, and a podcast movement proper, which is the main event in podcasting, where everyone clearly turns up. So that's kind of all right for that big event to have one foot in India, one foot in creators, one foot in industry. Podcast Movement Evolutions, I think, because it was a little bit smaller, it was it was kind of, it felt a bit odd to have everyone mingled in together. Like it didn't quite feel like it was, it was for one or for the other. Um, but what was interesting to me was that there were so many new podcasters there that 
the new podcasters that were there this time were very different types of new podcasters. Now, let me dig into this a little bit more. First up, this is in Los Angeles, all right? So this is a city where when you create, you are creating for a purpose, i.e. to make money. You know, you're an actor. You, you, you Every 10th person that we spoke to was developing a TV show. You know, these were all people that are used to creating things on spec, ready to sell it and make some money. And I think because of that, most of the new podcasters that I spoke to you know, they would say to me, look, Mark, I'm creating this podcast ready to make money from sponsors uh, sponsors, and sell it very, very quickly. Like, this is why I'm doing it. You know, contrast that with a lot of the new creators that you see out in other cities that aren't LA. They're creating it because they love creating. All right. So there was a very different vibe on the floor of podcast movement. Now, I see podcast movement evolution staying put. I don't think evolutions will move. I think it will be in Los Angeles forever. The reason for that is actually really clear. I believe it's because that's where a lot of the industry is. New York, LA, they're the hotbeds of this new quote-unquote big podcasting. Now, regardless whether you like or loathe the big podcasting term, it's a fact. It exists. And LA... You know, I was very fortunate to have meetings with with many of the big networks out there to talk various products that were building up Rebel Base Media. You know, I, I was fortunate to visit the the the, the offices of Podcast One of Wondery. You know, I, I spent time in all these different places outside of Podcast Movement, the conference, and coming back into LA downtown, it was very clear to see that I don't think this will move because the industry is in LA, and of course. It's in New York City. New York is, I don't know, the pricing's a little bit odd, I would imagine, for hotel space in New York and for conference space. I do anticipate now that podcast movement is growing and now that some of perhaps the behind the scenes people um, maybe have slightly different goals because of the different teams in place, you know, I see maybe New York in the future of podcast movement just because I think now it's big enough to warrant that. Um, but I do see that moving slower. You know, I see evolutions being very much, here is where the industry is. And if you're a newbie podcaster, fine, you know, come to Podcast Movement Evolutions, but know that you're going to get more industry insights from it. And what also was interesting was that there were so many people that were new to a Podcast Movement conference. Um, You know, there were so many people, as, as a show of hands rightly pointed out during James Altuch's keynote, you know, there were so many people, like a, almost, I would say, maybe a majority of people that were attending that were brand new to Podcast Movement, the brand, that had never attended a Podcast Movement conference before. And I thought that was very telling. And I think, again, that is because it's Los Angeles. And I think it's because the, you know, the the, the role of podcasting in the mass media space now is very much changing. And Los Angeles is the hotbed of that. So, you know, it was quite an interesting conference. It it kind of felt like podcast movement, but didn't at the same time. You know, the branding was on point. The stages looked, I think the stages were the best I've ever seen them. Um, the, the vivid high high concept screens that they had behind the stages just looked outstanding. Um, and the conference was great. Like I said, don't get me wrong, <clears throat> but it didn't necessarily feel fully podcast movement. It didn't have that family feel, that community feel. It certainly felt much more industry. And even with the new podcasters coming through, it felt like they were coming through ready to make a book a lot quicker than people that tend to attend the original podcast movement conference. Now, it's interesting for me to say that it felt more industry when the big, big, big booths weren't in attendance. We didn't have a huge Spotify booth. We didn't have a high heart booth that was, don't get me wrong, there was an iHeart booth there that was big, 
but it wasn't the scale of podcast movement, in my opinion. There wasn't a huge, absolutely mental, almost pointless Himalaya stand there. It, you know, they brought puppies to the last podcast movement. I don't understand that. You know, I, I know I've, talk, I've talked to like 50 people who say, yeah, I saw the puppies at podcast movement. I can't remember the brand that brought them. Mm, sorry to tell your marketing team that Himalaya, but that didn't work out so well. So, you know, we didn't have these big, overwhelming, overbearing booths in the expo hall. I know a lot of people for Podcast Movement, a lot of the exhibitors, a lot of my peers who said that the expo hall at Podcast Movement proper got too big. And, you know, certainly as a brand, you've got to consider whether you continue to invest in that because ultimately the brands that can throw hundreds of thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars at, you know, an overbearing kind of presence in an expo hall, you know, they're going to take a lot of your traffic if you're investing. And I know a lot of vendors thought that. So it's it's interesting to me because I love the conference. Like Podcast Movement is the original. It's where I grew and I, I really, really love it. But Podcast Movement Evolutions, I think there's nothing wrong with this. It's not a negative. It's just, to me, it felt very industry. And I think... We just need to accept that, you know, we just need to understand that that's maybe just a slightly different conference. But again, you know, the space needed that kind of conference, you know, outside of Rain Summit and a couple of the others, what industry conferences are there where all the brands turn up and do their brand work, you know, outside of the upfronts and so on and so forth, what do we get? So yeah, there's a space for it. It fit really well. It was very, very interesting. It didn't feel necessarily like a podcast movement, um, but it it was a good conference. You know, I was very pleased to attend. I was very pleased to speak there. I met a lot of fantastic people there. And I can see that this will develop alongside the main podcast movement conference as a very different type of podcast movement experience, albeit with the attention to detail that you'd expect from a podcast movement. And I should say that, I go to a heck of a lot of conferences. We exhibit a heck of a lot of conferences. And Podcast Movement, by far, is the best organized conference. You know, working as a vendor, there are so many other conferences that are last minute. You know, we, we're being asked for information at the last minute. Or some of the spellings are wrong on the website. Or, you know, the names of things are wrong on the website. Or, you know, what you get in the sponsor pack, what you're pitched is not what you get. You do, podcast movement never do that. They are outstanding at running their conferences. So, so props to Jared and Dan for looking after everyone. You know, I count these guys as friends and, uh, you know, we're lucky to talk to them very, very frequently. And we'll actually be out in San, we're in San Diego right now, but we're, we're going to be meeting up at the podcast movement meetup at Tivoli's, uh, which we're only a few bo- blocks from right now. We're staying only three blocks down from Tivoli's, um, the oldest bar in Gaslamp. So, you know, it, it, it's a great brand, you know, podcast movement is a great brand. And I feel that it just continues to grow with the addition of these specific things. And you can see that, you know, podcast movement is trying to grow in terms of the brand. You know, the site has become more resource as opposed to just a conference, the emails that they put out, Podmove Daily, you know, that is a play to acquire users. And of course, you know, it's to build the brand. It's not just a conference anymore. Podcast movement is truly a movement. So I hope to see you at the podcast movement meetup in San Diego. If I don't see you there, I'll see you at the next event. And again, thanks to Jared and Dan for putting that on. That's my honest kind of just open feedback. Please attend Podcast Movement in Dallas in August. Go ahead and check out Podcast Movement Evolutions next year in what I anticipate to be Los Angeles again, um, because they are two great conferences and slightly different feeling, but ultimately two great places that you can mix with podcasters, brands, and the industry alike. All right. So listen, enjoy yourself. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asquith. Do check out Captivate.fm, our hosting platform. 
For your hosting, analytics and podcast marketing needs, until the next time, never forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel.